0: What did I say earlier? The Mets got blown out in 72. What am I thinking? Of course they didn't. God, I'm getting old. What can I tell you? I forget a lot of stuff these days. A lot of stuff. But here's what I haven't forgotten. John Kaczmatini is coming in at 9.05. And he will be sitting alongside Governor Andrew Cuomo later on tonight for a special 8 p.m. show here on WABC. And if the ratings come back looking like Friday... And tonight will be a successful show as well. He's, uh, he's on every Wednesday at this time. I always say it in my lifetime, if God is good to me, I'll be 56 in April. They don't come better, the two best politicians, and not in this particular order, Giuliani and King, of course, Homeland Security, took care of Long Island for the better part of four decades, and still does, and is a dear friend of the Rosenberg family, the great Peter King. Good morning, Pete.
1: Hey, Shit, how you doing? I'm, I'm all set for opening day. The Mets, the Yankees, was, you know, I'm a New Yorker, but I'm really a Mets fan, so I'm really looking forward to this, this season. I think there's still some gaps they have to fill, but it's going to be an exciting season.
0: I was watching John Heyman yesterday, and uh, you know John, he's a great baseball writer, and uh, he's nervous about third base Escobar, who had a horrible spring, and he's nervous about DH. Those are the uh, the two spots in the order he talked about specifically any one spot, Peter, that you're really concerned about before tomorrow?
1: Uh, I want to make sure the pitching holds up. You know, when you're starting off with two all-time greats, but they're both in their forties. All you need is, you know, one uh, one muscle to go the wrong way, yeah. or any, you know. I mean, that, that's it. Yeah, listen, it's going to be great baseball. We won 101 games last year. I think the key to the whole team, and maybe I'm in the minority in this. I think it's uh, Mate. When he got hurt at the end of August last year, the Mets were a different team in September. Sure. Now, his numbers are, you know, they're not colossal, but he's solid. He's one of those guys when you need the hit, he's going to get it. Uh, when you need someone to be thrown, you know, the base runner to be thrown off from the outfield, he's going to do it. It just seems like a solid guy. You no, know, so I'm looking forward to it. The Mets, uh, here we are. You know, some people think last year was a disappointment. You know, they won 101 games. I mean, it was uh, what a year for the Mets. And the Yankees, listen, I'm, I go back to the, you know, the old Brooklyn Dodgers. They always hated the Yankees. Having said that, you know, what a dynasty they have. And, again, Yankee fans are complaining because Yankees only won 99 yeah. games. Last year. Yeah. Well, My with the God, playoffs, you
0: know. I mean, look, the Mets, well, first round, San Diego, they're right. gone. You win over 100 games. You expect at the very least to make the NLCS. And, by the way, this year, same thing. They're going 110 games. But if they get knocked out in the first round, it they yeah. going to go well. So, you know, Alonzo's is going to put up big numbers. You know, Lindor is going to put up big numbers. But you're right. You just nailed it, Peter. It seems like the guy to steal this from Reggie. That really stirred the drinks. Sterling Marte was that guy. He got hurt. The Yankees were not the same. So, you know, the other
1: big story. I can was- just go off on one other point. Yes, A good friend of mine, Anthony Simon. He's head of the uh, uh, railway unions, especially the conductors. He called me last night just to tell me his conductors are being attacked on the trains. They're being beat up. They're defenseless because they're you know, walking down, you know, collecting tickets, and people start hitting them. And there's no consequences in court. So basically, he just asked me to put that in. These guys are getting beat up, and there's no consequences in the criminal courts. It's really <laughs> terrible. It's just another example of the revolving door of justice. But I told Anthony I mentioned he's a solid guy, he's a good guy. He looks like you. He's bald, he's strong, and he's tough. Yeah, well, it sounds like he's experiencing what everybody is.
0: And you look at the cover yeah. of today's New York Post, Peter King, and there's the picture of Carl Hasty, the Assemblyman Speaker out of that Democrat District 83 in the Bronx, who refuses to do anything about bail. Charter schools a whole other story. That, too, makes no sense. But refuses to do anything about bail even though the minorities the people who are getting attacked in those communities they're the ones who want to see reform he couldn't care less couldn't care less
1: yeah that's you know the real irony in all is somehow if you're calling to change the bail reform if you're talking to give the cops the powers they need somehow that makes you a racist the fact is the people who are being hurt the most by this are the people living in the inner cities listen the crime affects everyone but no more no one gets hurt more than people living in the inner cities. In many cases, minority uh, uh, people, because of economics and everything else the factors. like when Giuliani come in and followed by Bloomberg, you had before that you had 2,000 murders a year. Oh, probably 75, 80 percent, if not more, of those who have been killed were minorities. So that, when that 2,000 went to 300, that means at least 1,500 members of the minority community each year were alive and are still alive because of the police methods that we use, which stop crime before we commit it. You know, it's great to get guns off the street. It's great to lock people up after the fact. The fact is, stop them before they commit the crime. Because if you lock somebody up for committing a murder, that means the murder's been done. If you can lock them up before he commits the murder, not only is the bad guy in jail, but somebody else is alive.
0: You know, the buck stops in Albany, though, whether it's Stewart Cousins or Hasty or Hokel, we've had these conversations a billion times. And that brings us... To tonight's special program, John Katsimatidis will join me in about 15 minutes. And there's a lot of talk about Andrew Cuomo co-hosting or hosting his second show in less than a week here on WABC. Again, very anecdotal. The folks that I talk to don't like it. I'm all for it. I don't care. Listen, (laughs) let the guy speak. My issue becomes don't be talking about gun control when you really, really haven't been honest about nursing homes and or the bail reform issue—that's my only issue. Bring him on, and I'll talk about anything he wants. But he's got to talk about one, if not both, of those major Cuomo issues. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I agree. Listen, personally, I had a pretty good relationship with Andrew Cuomo. We worked very closely together uh, uh, during Sandy to get the money that New York needed. We had a lot of meetings. We spoke endlessly. Uh, having said that, I had some real differences with him, especially when he really veered to the left uh, 19, in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty during the George Floyd riots, when he was saying he was proud to stand with the protesters while oh, you know, cops are getting molestov cocktails thrown at them and everything else. I'm sure that unbalanced, listen, he's a, a strong governor. Uh, and uh, if, if he was there today, if he came back today, and he was the Cuomo of his first term, where he governed from the center before he veered off to the left. Uh, and he, let's face it, he's, he's a real force. I mean, everyone says that it, it's trite by now. But there's no way that Court of Appeals judge LaSalle would have been turned down if, you know, Andrew Cuomo were the governor. He's a tough guy. He's a strong guy. Uh, sometimes he needlessly picked fights with people. He and I had some you know, some heated arguments over the phone at different times. But having said that, uh, he was a presence. And uh, I think it's good to have him back on. I, I thought he got a bad rap. I, I, I don't know all the details. I've read those cases against him. Uh, to me, uh, that did not warrant removing... Uh, an elected governor. No, from office. no, no. That, that, you know, was, that was uh, that was
0: arresting Al Capone on taxes when he committed murder. That was arresting O.J. Simpson on memorabilia when he committed a double homicide. That whole thing with the women that was, hey, 18,000 people died in nursing homes and there's a uh, bail reform. You have to pay somehow. So we're going to do this. But I agree with you that 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 part of his of his issue, I believe, was mostly nonsense.
1: Yeah, and he was responsible for the bail reform bills. So he was the governor when that was right. through, and I knew he was some Democratic state senators. As I recall, he put that in the state budget, where it was either take it or leave it. It was not part of any extensive debate. It was, it was in there. He was, again, veering to the left on that, and he was actually proud of it at the time. No, he does own that. He's got to explain. But he why, doesn't own that. He doesn't. He it.
0: doesn't. And then he comes off disingenuous if he's critical of Kathy Hochul in any respect. How can he be critical of Kathy if, in fact, like you just said, and I've said also,
1: he's the architect of that thing? You got You got to take. You got to take accountability for that. No, he has to address that tonight. And again, you can't just criticize Hochul, even uh, criticize Hasty or or Stuart Pawses. You gotta. You have to say, you know, how how do we get this done? Yeah. to me. Uh, yeah, he has a forum. Eric Adam has a forum. You have a forum. Put the pressure on Governor Hochul. It's not enough for her to say she's going in the room and she's fighting for it. She's got to get it done. I mean, listen, we have yeah. strong governors, a history of strong governors. Franklin Roosevelt, Al Smith, F, uh, uh, Nelson Rockefeller. I mean, go through the wall. Mario Cuomo, Hugh Carey, George Pataki. These guys got things done. And David Patterson was the most probably decent guy we ever had as governor. So, so Kathy Hochul has got to get the job done. She's the governor. And use whatever power she has. Just shut this state down for ten years. Do it. We got to get the cops able to do their job. And when they do the job, they can't have judges being denied the right to keep these bad guys in jail.
0: I do think, with about ninety seconds to go, that uh, a lot of these topics we're talking about, he will not, he will not talk about tonight. Uh, the gun issue, he will, because of this horrible tragedy in Nashville he's going to make the argument that uh, I've got to get guns off the streets and guns and guns and guns and guns when, of course, there's like 400 million guns on the street. And getting guns off the street is not only stupid, it's impractical. And as I've been saying for days and years on this show... Guns don't shoot themselves, and in almost every one of these cases, the people that are firing these guns, whether it's Uvaldi, whether it's Sandy Hook, whether it's Parkland or this animal two days ago, these people are crazy. They're angry, they're depressed, they're on medication. Those are the people firing the guns. Those are the folks you have to worry about. Uh, taking 400 million guns off the street is just stupid.
1: So oh, actually, you know, getting the handguns out of the, out of the tough communities helps. That's but, fine. Uh, yeah, fine, good. But again, you know, the cops know who have them. Let the cops go in and take them, and don't put, you know, don't tie their hands. Also, the fact is, let these guys know though if they get caught with guns, they're really going to go to jail. Now it's a revolving door. Right. Also, listen, I don't want to hurt your ego. I know you think you're a big shot and all that, but I heard you say you don't have Andrew Cuomo's cell phone number. I do, but I'm not going to give it to you.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Well, I do too. I was lying. <laughs>
0: Amazing appearance of the absolute best, buddy. I love you. Thank you so much. Okay, cheers. Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. There he is. I love that guy. I really, really genuinely love Pete King. Give me some Pete King, baby. Next guy coming up I love, too. Happens to be the owner and operator of the station. And the man who will be sitting next to Andrew Cuomo later on tonight. We'll talk to John Katsimatidis coming up at 9.05.